Be delighted this holiday season at Ice and Lights, the winter village at Cameron Run. Just minutes from Old Town Alexandria. Stroll through the park and enjoy winter photo ops, light displays, hot chocolate, and a warm treat. The winter village offers playtime for the entire family. Extend the magic of the holidays by visiting early, starting November 17th. Get your tickets now at CameronIceandLights.com. That's CameronIceandLights.com. There's only one road into Key West, but you won't believe where it can take you. Travel back in time to a city rich with history. Discover amazing artists and musicians. Taste seafood fresh off the boat. Or just kick back and soak up the island vibe. For more about Key West, visit flakeys.com. Key West, close to perfect, far from normal. Good evening, everyone. Starting about a minute early tonight. It is Monday night, which means it's time to command your weekend, command your day with the power of prayer. Getting a hold of the day and the week before it gets a hold of us. Starting about a minute early. Well, now it's right on time. 7 o'clock Mountain, 9 o'clock Eastern time to make sure we are all good tonight. Come on in and speak to me as you come in. Let me know where you are watching from. I see they're already on YouTube. Duval, good to see you. Southwest Denver, but was in Atlanta yesterday. Still on fire, the comment says. Awesome. Good to see you all. Come on in, everybody, everywhere. Let me know where you are watching from. Douglasville, good to see you. Cincinnati, Ohio, good to see you. Come on in, everybody. Speak to me as you come in. New Jersey, good to see you. Texas, Connecticut, Dallas, let's go. Come on, TikTok, y'all come in the room. Tap the screen when you share. When you share, people get saved over uh matter of fact y'all give me the latest number from my team what's the latest number it's like i think just shy if not over 2300 people that have given their lives to the lord so far this year because of in part by your share so to god be the glory for that come on aurora let's go florida good to see you california good to see you florida good to see you praying for those um affected by uh the racist massacre there uh in jacksonville praying for them and then also praying for florida for i understand there's a weather disturbance as forecast so we're covering florida in prayer it needs prayer from the top of its government down memphis tennessee good to see you come on in let's go 901 virginia welcome more memphis over here on instagram come on let's go y'all tiktok make sure that you tiktok squad is in the building let's go come on in everybody let's share when you share people get saved people get saved and to god be the glory listen let me just say number one we had an amazing, an amazing pop-up yesterday. If you saw it or if you were in the building, um, can you just drop a fire in the emoji, y'all, a fire emoji in the comments? Y'all saw how powerful that thing was yesterday. Can I get somebody over on Instagram to do t- uh, to type text harvest to 55498 so I can pin it? So that we're, we're at 2,000, thank you, 2,253 people that have given their lives to the Lord. 2253, to God be the glory. It was amazing. Let me say thank you to dream teamers that came to serve from Denver. Your shepherd appreciates you. People came in from a multitude of places from California, from Philadelphia. It was amazing. And uh, it was a powerful time. We had to add seats uh, into the room. Uh, it was a powerful, powerful night. Uh, it was fantastic. And so the God be the glory for that. Come on, Sandy Springs. Let's go Atlanta. Let's go from Washington, but from Atlanta. Come on here, Washington. Yes, Washington was in the building yesterday. So good to see you. 
Um, it did look nice. It was great. Aurora, good to see you. Denver, good to see you. It was amazing. If you missed either part one or part two yesterday, I want to encourage you. Uh, all you need to do is uh, get our app. Text Harvest to 55498. Get our app so that you can watch and be a part of that. I also want to encourage you. We gather together every single Monday night to pray for one hour. 7 p.m. Mountain, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Why one hour? In Jesus' most defining moment, he gathered three people with him, Peter, James, and John. And when they began to pray, this was Jesus' most defining moment. And you got to hear me. You are in a defining moment of your life. You got to hear that. It's a defining moment. Can you drop that in the comments? It's a defining moment. What does that mean? These moments change everything. These these moments change everything. And so when you're in a defining moment, prayer uh, is the most primary principle that you have to employ. This is a defining moment for you. What does this mean? Everything in your life uh, is about to get better. It's not that it's bad. It's just about to get better. Come on. Uh, good to see you, Denver, Sparkburg, South Carolina. Good to see you. Come on in, y'all. I'm going to give you a couple more minutes to get in and share. When you share, people get saved. 2,253 people have given their lives to the Lord so far this year and that happens in part because of your share let me just simply say this as we're coming in and as we're sharing and as we're getting settled and getting ready to go this is the last prayer of this month of august august is the biblical or excuse me it's the uh calendar month of the eighth month eight is the number of a new beginning and the lord uh, earlier while i was exercising today let me just say uh it when it rains in atlanta this is my first atlanta rainstorm and let me tell you something um, this was like in the days type of rain. I mean, I saw lightning like I've never saw it light up the sky before. Uh, I thought Florida had some rainstorms. My goodness, it, this thing tonight, and it's still raining. And I'm used to like Denver rainstorms. It may rain for, you know, five, 10, 15 minutes, pretty intense. And then it's over. This thing started. And then like 20 minutes later, it was just as strong as it started. Um, and then like 10 minutes after that, it was worse than when it started. But at any rate, um, uh, I say that to simply say this, that um, you are in a defining moment. And earlier when I was working, working out, uh, getting ready to go into the gym, uh, the Lord said something really powerful to me that, uh, that we're going to cover in prayer tonight that really um, coincides. Wow, a blackout for an hour. That's crazy, as Sandy Springs. Um, that uh, is going to speak to this month that we are in. Because while we're in the eighth month of the calendar year, we're in the final month of the spiritual year. And it'll make more sense uh, in just a few moments when we jump into prayer. All right, make sure that you share when you share, people get saved. Let's go up. Father, we bless you. We honor you, sir. We thank you for your goodness. We thank you for your mercy, your love, your kindness, your compassion. We thank you that you are true, that you are living, that you are faithful, that you are just, and you are our God. The word God means you are our provider which means anything that we need, Father, you are the God that provides it. You may use natural means to provide it, but you are the God that provides it. You are not only our provider, but you are our source. You're the source of our joy. You're the source of our strength. You're the source of our peace. You're the source of our love. You are the source of everything that we are. And for that, we tell you thank you. Tonight in prayer, we thank you, God, for the most, uh, for the great privilege that we have to approach the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords and obtain favor and grace and mercy in our time of need. Thank you that you hear us tonight. Come on, drop that in the comments. He hears me. You hear us tonight. And John says, 
that we know that if you hear us, then we have the petitions that we ask of you. So tonight, as we pray, we do not pray amiss. We do not pray just speaking into the air. We do not pray just talking to some invisible being. We are talking to the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, the great I am, Alpha and Omega. And besides that, we are talking to our Father. You are our Father. And the word Father means life giver. You are the God that gives us life. You are the God that gives us instruction. You are the God that gives us direction. You are the God that always makes sure we are provided for and taken care of. Tonight, we tell you, thank you for taking care of us. Come on, y'all, let's pray. Never have we seen the righteous forsaken nor your seed begging for bread. You're the God that takes care of us. You're the God that makes sure that we lack nothing. You're the God that makes sure that all things that we need are provided because you give seed to the sower. You're the seed giving God. Come on, put that in the comments. You're the seed giving God, which means anything that we want to reproduce in our lives, you give it to us in the form of a seed so that we can release it in our lives. Anything that you want us to reproduce in our lives, you give us the seed so that we can release it in our lives. You are the seed giving God, which means, Father, that you always make sure we have what we need to get what we want. We always have what we need to get what we want. And for that, we tell you, thank you. We appreciate you that you hear us tonight. We appreciate you that you're listening to us tonight. And in the name of Jesus we confess our sin before you. First John chapter one says that if we confess our sin, that you are faithful and you are just to forgive us. So we confess our sin, sin, meaning the mistakes that we have made. We confess those to you tonight, God, and you are faithful and you are just to forgive us. Forgive us for seeing it wrong. Forgive us for handling it wrong. Forgive us for dealing with it wrong. Forgive us uh, for navigating it wrong. Forgive us tonight in the name of Jesus, not just for sin, but for iniquity. Iniquity is generational sin that we pass down and around. Forgive us, God, for the moments we've not been curse breakers, but we've been cursed perpetuators. And sometimes the iniquity is not just uh, what we think of as a sin thing. Sometimes the iniquity is something that's a stagnant thing. Forgive us for being stagnant like the generations before us. Forgiveness for being uh, fearful like the generations before us. Forgive us for being passive like the generations before us. Sometimes the iniquity is simply the mishandling of an opportunity. Sometimes the iniquity is simply the mishandling of a moment. So we ask that you forgive us for that tonight, God. Don't let us fumble. Don't let us fumble the ball like any generations before us. Don't let us drop the ball like any generations before us. Don't let us mess up the play like any generation before us. We are those that will get it to the end zone. We are those that will fulfill the assignment. We are those that you will look at. And according to uh, Chronicles, that you are looking for somebody that you can show yourself strong through. It's us. Come on, type that in the comments. It's me. It's us. The Bible says you are looking for somebody in the earth that you can show yourself strong through. And tonight, God, we tell you that you have found. You do not have to look any further. You don't have to wait until the next generation. You don't have to wait until another person. You don't have to wait on another individual. It is us. We are those that will not walk in the iniquity or the sins of the fathers, the generations from before us. And finally tonight, God, we pray that you forgive us for all of our transgression. That is where we have willfully deviated from what we knew to be right. We often transgress because of stress. We often transgress because of stress. We often transgress because of pressure. We often transgress 
because of frustration. We often transgress because of fear that we experience in a moment. We often transgress because of the way it looks in that particular moment. But a moment uh, does not necessarily mean it's permanent. So forgive us for transgressing where we have willfully deviated from what we knew to be right. We knew to go left, we went right. We need to go right. We went left. We need to go up. We went down. We need to do it black. We did it white. We need to do it white. We knew we did it black. We needed to do it red, but we did it green. Father, forgive us for transgressing tonight and doing it our way because we thought in that moment, here it is, that we were justified. Forgive us for justifying, uh, Father, anything that we did that was in error. Forgive us for justifying anything that we did that was wrong. Forgive us for justifying, here it is, anything that was a lack of faith. Your word says that anything that is a lack of faith, it is sin, which means, God, forgive us for relying, here it is, on facts instead of faith. That's sin, and that is transgression, because we know to walk by faith and not by sight. Forgive us for walking according to what the data says instead of what the deliverer says, because that is, in fact, sin. It is not of faith. Therefore, it's of sin and it's transgression because we know to walk by faith and not by sight. Forgive us, God, for trusting in man and not trusting in the God of all men. Father, that, that is ridiculous that we would look to people instead of looking to you, and that we would look to individuals instead of looking to you. But tonight, we thank you that you forgive us if it is not a faith it is of sin. And we declare, God, from this day forth that we would be faith walkers. Please drop that in the comments. Please drop that in the comments that we would be faith walkers, that everything that we do, that it would be by faith and that we would speak by faith that we would walk by faith, that we would uh, operate by faith, that we would handle things by faith, that everything that we would do, it would be done by faith so that we would not be transgressors, so that we would not be those that willfully deviate from what we knew to be right. And our faith will not fail us. Romans 5, 5, hope does not disappoint. And what is faith? Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for, which means our faith will not disappoint us. Our faith will not disappoint us. We may not get the thing we wanted, but that's only because you reserve something better. Anytime you say no, it's because you have an upgrade. Anytime you say no, it's because you have something better. Anytime you say no, it's because you desire something better. And for that, we say thank you. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Come on, y'all. Let's go up for breath. Put a hallelujah or amen in the comments right there. Right there, right there, right there. So listen, let me give you that scripture I just gave you. Romans 14, 23. Make sure you share whatever platform you're on. When you share, people get saved. Romans 14, 23. Listen to this. Um, let me give it to you in, uh, uh, let's go here. Uh, da, 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 da. let's give it to you from the, uh, new King James version of the scripture. Let me give it to you new King James. All right. This is a different thing. Cause I want you to read this. Uh, the scripture says anything that is not of faith, it is sin. All right, let's go. It says this. Uh, for whatever is not from faith is sin. That's Romans 14, 23, which means everything we do is to be from a faith point of view. Let me back that thing up. Everything we do is to be from a faith point of view. Everything that we do, it should be from a faith point of view. Can I just get you to just drop this in the comments? Faith. 
Put that word in the comments. Because as we're getting ready to exit this eighth month, we have to make sure that we detox. You ready? From doubt. Mahogany, come on. Jacqueline, Velma, we have to detox from doubt. All right, this series we've been in at Harvest all this month is called Divine Detox. And tonight, at the beginning of prayer, we got to detox from doubt. We have to detox from unbelief. We have to detox from doubt. We have to detox from unbelief. All right, so the Bible says anything that is not of faith, it is sin, which means sometimes, you ready? Um, while it's easy to look at other things people are doing, it's sometimes very easy to overlook your own doubt. Wow. Now, there's two things that we're going to pray about uh, at the beginning of prayer tonight. And I've told on these before. The first is doubt. Doubt is a wavering in your faith. It's a wavering in what you believe. And why do we waver? Why do we waver? Sometimes we waver because we have to wait. How many of you, the wait has made you waver? Like this thing has taken a long time. Worry at me. Worry at me. Wor worry at me. Wave at me. <laughs> Wave at me. Wave at me. Uh, sometimes we waver and we waver because of the wait. Like this is taking a long time. Like this is taking a long time. Like why is this taking so long? Right? It's kind of like sitting at a restaurant and you're like, all I ordered was an omelet. Did they have to go get the eggs fresh from the chicken? Like, you know, did they, did they have to go get, did they have to go press the vegetables fresh for the, for the vegetable oil? Did they have to go crush the olives? Father, I pray tonight that wherever we've wavered, that tonight we detox from that wavering. Wherever we've wavered because of a weight, because of how long something has taken, I pray God that we would detox from that tonight. What's the detox? It's a divine detox, not just the detox. It's a divine detox. That is the spiritual and natural process where we are able to rid ourselves of toxins and abstain from toxins. And I pray in Jesus name that we would not waver because of a weight, that we would recognize that any weight is for our win, that every delay is for our benefit. Forgive us for growing impatient. Patience is not just waiting. Patience is the level of endurance that our character can take before we become negative while we're being delayed or provoked. So in Jesus name, I pray that we would detox from wave from wavering because we're waiting. That we would not see the weight as a weight. You missed it. We would not see waiting, W-A-I-T-I-N-G, as a weight, W-E-I-G-H-T. I pray that we would detox, that we would recognize that anything that you've allowed to be delayed, that it is to our benefit. There's something that you are preparing. There's something that you are preparing. There's something that you're getting ready. The Bible says that even with Jesus as a child, even with Jesus as a child, they had to go hide in Egypt and they had to wait until Herod died. And the angel came and visited Joseph and said, the one that seeks to take the life of the child is dead. Now you can go. In other words, their wait was so that somebody could die. Let me say it another way. Their wait was so that their enemy could be exterminated. And we know 
but there are certain things that you uh, you cause us to wait, and the wait is because you're working on something that we cannot see. You are working on something that we cannot see, that we're working on something that we cannot see, that you're working on something that we cannot see. So in Jesus' name, we thank you. You ready? For every wait that we're in. We thank you for every delay that we're in. Come on, y'all. This is my true prayer. We're coming out hot tonight. We thank you for everything that has not happened yet. We thank you for everything that has not transpired yet. We thank you for everything that has not happened yet. We thank you for everything that you have had on wait. Delay does not mean denial. Then every delay is to our benefit. And for that, we say thank you in Jesus' name. Come on, on every platform, just type, I don't mind waiting in the comments. I don't don't mind waiting in the comments. Let me give you this scripture. (laughs) Let me give you this scripture. Let me give you this scripture. All right, Let's, let's give you this. Let me give you this. Um, In Matthew chapter two and verse number 20, it says that this angel comes, uh, get up the angel said, take the child, the angel speaking to Joseph, take the child and his mother back to the land of Israel because those who were trying to kill the child are now dead. In other words, they had to wait until Herod died. And for some of you, you got to hear me, you're wavering and that wavering is because you're waiting and that waiting has become a weight. So you feel pressure. Look at me, but you need to get off of you. God, I pray that the pressure of waiting come off of us. Because for some of you, you have this clock in your mind that tonight the Lord says, I need you to throw that clock out. Our God is not bound by your time. He is infinite which means he exists outside of time. He is eternal. He has no beginning. He has no ending. He's alpha and omega. He is the beginning and he is the ending. He has no beginning. He has no ending because he is those things. I pray that that pressure come off of you. I pray that that for some of you, you have to say, well, I thought it'd be done by 35. I thought it'd be done by 45. I thought it'd be done by 55. I thought, I pray in Jesus name that the weight you put on yourself, the pressure you put on yourself that it be detoxed. For some of you, I thought I'd be married by now. Listen, you don't just want to marry anybody. It's a lot of fish in the sea, but it's a lot of catfish out there. They ain't what they say they are. I pray that you take the weight off. For some of you, I thought you, you thought you'd be a millionaire by now. Watch me. If it takes you longer to, to get it, that means you will protect it. Sometimes when you get something too soon, you will not protect it because it came too easy. Which means sometimes God has to allow you to wait so that you appreciate, so that we appreciate what he gives us, so that we appreciate what we accomplish, so that we appreciate what happens. Take the weight off. Take the weight off. If I'm talking to you and you've been up under weight, you put yourself on because you've been waiting, just say, take it off. Take it off. Drop that in the comments. Take it off. Take it off. Take it off. You put this weight on you. You put this weight on you. God didn't put this weight on you. You put this weight on yourself. Take it off. Take it off. Take it off. Some, listen, if you get something too easily and too quickly, you don't appreciate it. You don't. You don't. You don't. 
you don't appreciate it. So sometimes the wait is to make you appreciate. Sometimes the wait is because God is getting something prepared for you. You want to know why Joseph didn't wild out? Can I just teach and pray tonight? Can I teach and prophesy and pray tonight? Let's do it all tonight. You want to know why Joseph appreciated the seat he was given? Because of how long it took him to get it. At 17, he has a dream. His brothers throw him into a pit. For 13 years, Joseph has to wait before his dream ever comes to pass. God gives him two dreams, Steph. God gives him two dreams, and it takes 13 years um, before he ever takes the seat. It's more years before the dreams come to pass. See, the dreams was that the dreams were rather that is the stars were bowing down to him in one dream. Ginger, the other was that is the sun, the moon, and the stars. The stars represented his brothers. The sun and the moon represented his mother and father. If you look at his dreams, so pay attention. It's 13 years before he gets the seat of prime minister, but the famine doesn't begin until because what is his dream? With Pharaoh, you have seven years of plenty, then seven years of drought, which means 17. Wow, wow, wow. Whoa, 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 whoa. Wait a minute, y'all. Come on. I love the Lord. God is so good. Okay, let's do this. 17 years, uh, excuse me, 13 years uh, uh, where Joseph waits where Joseph waits, 13 years, where Joseph waits, 13 years, where Joseph waits. We're going to do prayer. You can drop your prayer request in the comments. 13 years where Joseph waits before he takes the throne. There's seven, or not the throne, but before he becomes prime minister. There's seven years of plenty, seven years of plenty. Okay. All right. So now you've got 13 plus seven. That's 20 years. That's 20 years. Then you have seven years of drought. You have seven years of drought. Now, here's what just made me say, whoa, 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 whoa. Because when you look at the story, his family, his brothers come to him as prime minister approximately uh, 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 partway through the years of drought. Now, here's what just made me, here's what just made me shout. Here's what just made, watch yourself in the comments. Here's what just made me shout. Here's what just made me shout. Here's what just made me shout. You ready for this? Um, if that if they came to him halfway through, this is gonna make me shout. If they came to him halfway through the drought, that would mean, watch me, that's 23 and a half years. That's what made me just say, whoa, 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 whoa. That's what made me say, whoa, 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 whoa. If they came to him, watch me, halfway through. That means it was about 23 and a half years. That's what made me shout. That's what made me say, whoa, 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 whoa. Because God plays the numbers. And so why did Joseph appreciate and protect the seat that he had? Because Joseph had to wait to get that seat. Can somebody drop a run emoji in the comments for me? That just made me shout. I caught that. I caught that as I was teaching that. Maria, that made me shout. Kizzy, that made me shout. Wow. Lasan, that made me shout. All right. So listen, listen, let's go. Sometimes we waver because we were waiting and the wait can make us waver. Here, here's the next reason why we waver. Because what was our scripture just a second ago from Romans 14 and 23? Anything that is not of faith, it is sin. Okay. And sometimes we waver because we're waiting. Here's the next reason that we waver. We waver sometimes. We're going to cover this in prayer because we're warriors. We're warriors. And here's the crazy thing, is that worry is not going to change anything. 
Worry is not going to change anything. There is a very distorted form of worry, too, called rumination, where you're not worried about the future. You're worried about the past. And for some of you, watch me, you're not just worried about your future. You're also worried about your past. All right. Wave at me if you know that sometimes you can be a worrier. I'm just I'm just so worried. I'm just so concerned. I don't know about this. I don't know about that. I don't know how this is going to go. I don't know how that's going to go. I'm not going. I don't know about this. I don't know about that. And then for some of you, you're so concerned. You know, I just don't know. Maybe back in 2018, I should have did this. Maybe in 20, I should have did this. That's Romans 14, 23. I should have did this. I should have did this. I should have did that. Those of you typing your prayer requests, I see them. We're going to cover them in a moment. We're going to cover them in a moment. We're going to cover them in a moment. I see tons of people with hands raised. And hand wavy emojis at me that are saying you can be a worrier. Worry makes you waver because what you're doing is you are trying to take control that you said you gave to God. You ready? You're trying to take control of what you said you gave to God. So when you pray, you transfer it to God. Okay, God, this, okay, here it is, Lord. Okay. And here's the only expectation God has. I'm going to cover this in prayer that you do everything you can do, but then God is going to do everything you can't do. We do what's possible, but then he has to do the impossible. Are you hearing me? We do what we can do, but he's got to do everything we cannot do. And when you're a worrier, here's what you're really telling God. I don't really trust you have the ability to do it. So let me be concerned about it. But the Bible says he never sleeps. And he never slumbers, which means if he's going to be up dealing with it, there's no need, John, in me dealing with it. If he's going to be handling it, there's no need in me. There are certain things I just, that's not my issue. Can I get you to drop that in the comments? That's not my issue. That's not. I got to do what's possible, but he's got to do the impossible. Let's go. Father, in Jesus' name, we detox. And not only do we release wavering because of the waiting, but we release wavering God because of worry. Forgive us for trying to take control back and telling you, you can't do it. You said in Jeremiah that you are the Lord and the God of all flesh. Is there anything too hard for me? Is there anything too hard for God? And the answer is no, there is nothing too hard for God. There's nothing too difficult. There's nothing too perplexing. There's nothing too radical. That's Jeremiah 32 and 27. There's nothing uh, 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 that's insurmountable. There is nothing too hard for you. So tonight, God, we tell you, forgive us tonight, God, for trying to take control and take authority of what we said we gave to you. We transfer every problem. We transfer every issue. We transfer every concern. We transfer those to you and we say, you do what we can't do and we will do what we can do. But what we will not do is worry. What we will not do is lose sleep. What we will not do is not eat. What we will not do is eat too much. Come on here. What we will not do is turn to substances. What we will not do is turn to destructive patterns of behavior. What we will not do is lose hair. What we will not do is uh, 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 is see abnormalities in our health and our body because our body is manifesting uh, physically uh, what we are doing psychologically and spiritually as it relates to worry and stress. That's what we're not doing. That's what we're not doing. 
That's what we're not doing. Therefore, we release worry and we rebuke worry. And we say that we will stick to our assignment and give you what's yours. Your job is the impossible. Your job is the stuff we can't control. Your job, here it is. Here's here's your shout tonight, prayer. Your job is to deal with people. That's your job, God. That's your job, God. That's your job. It's your job to get people to do what they're supposed to do. It is your job. You control the hearts of people. You control the hearts of decision makers. That's on you. Forgive us for being worried about something we can't control. No how. Why are you worried about what they think? You can't control what they think. No how. Most people don't think, period. They don't think. Why are you worried about that? That is not your business. Get out of his business. Get, can somebody tag somebody that needs this prayer tonight? Can you share this on your platform if you haven't shared that? That is none of your business. That Get out of his business. That's not your business. That is not your business to be concerned with people and how they think and how they feel and what they believe. I just heard this. It's loud and clear. Or the narrative they want to believe. Because some people want to believe what they want to believe and there's nothing you can do about it. They don't care about the truth. They care about the narrative. Get out of his business. That's his business. Now, this doesn't mean, God, that we will be trifling. This does not mean that we will be sloppy. This does not mean that we will not walk in integrity. This does not mean that we will not walk in excellence. It just means we can't control what people do. So it's stupid to worry about it. So we are not stupid. So we're not going to do stupid things. We are those that are wise. We are those that walk in wisdom. We are those that walk in skill. We are those that walk in power. And we thank you for it in Jesus' name. Who needed that? Because some of you, you're worried about what people think. Now, I realize most most people don't think. (laughs) You're worried about stuff that you can't control. You just can't. You just can't. (laughs) I see a separate y'all on IG saying, I'm tagging myself. Let's go. Okay, so anything, Romans 14, 23, anything that is not of faith is sin. And we begin to waver in faith. Number one, when we wait. Number two, when we worry. Number one, when we wait. Number two, when we worry. And here's the last reason that we often waver in faith. Here's the last reason that we often waver in faith. And then we're going to shift further in prayer. But again, make sure you share. When you share, people get saved. We waver because we're waiting. We waver because we're worrying. You ready? Here's here's the last thing. We're wavering because we don't know what you're doing. We don't know. You ready? We don't know those W's. The who, what, where, when, why. We don't know the five W's. We don't know the five W's. Sometimes it's because we're waiting. Sometimes it's because we're worrying. Sometimes because we don't have details. We don't know who is going to do it. We don't know where it's going to come from. We don't know why it's going like this anyhow. We don't know the who, the what, the where, the why. We don't know the when. We don't know the when. We don't know when. We don't have details. Wave at me. I see several of you. I see a comment says, sir, right there. How many of you, you begin to waver in faith because you want details that God has not given you? You want details, Erica, that God has not given you. You want details. Now, God, I want some details. Okay, let's go. 
And why do we want details? Because here's the truth. Everybody listen to me very carefully. One of the worst things, especially out on social media, is people say, you know, you got to starve your fears and feed your faith. That presupposes that those things are opposites. They're not. The antithesis or the opposite of faith isn't fear. The antithesis or the opposite of faith, listen to me, is having information. It's certainty. Certainty is the opposite of faith. We walk by faith, not by sight. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. If I'm hoping for it, I don't have it. If I'm hoping for it, I don't have it. So I don't have the details. I'm hoping for it. I don't have it. The faith is substance. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence. If I have evidence, this means I don't see it. If I have evidence, this means I don't see it. If I have evidence, this means I don't see it. The evidence of things. Uh, faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things. Here it is. Not seen. Which means I have to rely on the evidence because I don't have anything else other than evidence. I got to look, look, I got a remote, some chapstick and sanitizer. Now I got to figure out how these things, three things go together. You ready? I'm going to teach this thing and we're going to pray this thing. Put this in the comments. Say, I have evidence. God, we have evidence and let the evidence be enough. Now you may look at the remote. Watch me. What does the remote tells me? that there's something I can control, watch me, wirelessly. I feel like teaching in on prayer tonight. I have something that I can control wirelessly, which means, you ready? Here's my shout. There's more in this room than what I can see. Because if I have a remote, this means something can be controlled wirelessly, which means there's something that I have access to that I cannot see. God, let us look at the evidence and let us shout over the evidence. Let us rejoice over the evidence. Let us give you glory over the evidence. If I have a remote, this suggests to me, watch me, that there's buttons on here that control volume, which means I'm about to hear something I can't hear now. I'm done, y'all. I'm done. I got evidence. I'm about to hear what can't be heard, which means I can turn a voice of faith up louder than a voice of wavering. There's something on here that can control something I can't see. This says channel, which means I can flip the channel that I'm on in my life. I have evidence that I talk about Shia. I have evidence. I have evidence. This says that there's a menu, which means there's options that I can't see that I'm about to have. There's options that I can't see that I'm about to have. In the name of Jesus, I have evidence. Watch me. The sanitizer tells me that there's something that might try to get uh, attach itself to me that I need to detox and cleanse from. I have evidence. I have evidence. The sanitizer tells me, watch me, that somebody had to prepare this and put this in this room, which means I have help that I can't see. There's somebody that's working to help me that I could not even see, that prepared it to make sure, watch me, it wasn't just going to dry me out. Because if I read the evidence, the evidence says that this is eucalyptus and spearmint, which means that this is designed to moisturize me so that even though I am going through something that feels like it's drying me out, I got something that's going to give me moisture. My God, today, we have evidence. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. And I got some chapstick. Y'all better talk. And this chapstick tells me 
that I'm going to be exposed to the sun and I'm going to be exposed to things that are going to cause me to have to replenish. But this evidence is teaching me that I am able to replenish, which means anytime I think I'm out, all I got to do is re-up. And tonight, God, in the name of Jesus, I just preached a remote sanitizer and some chapstick. I pray, God, that you would refill us with your spirit, that you would refresh our faith that you would refresh our belief, that you would refresh our expectation. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. We have evidence, and that evidence is what we walk by. We don't need all the details because we have evidence. You don't give all of the details because we have evidence. You don't give all the who, the what, the where, the when, the why. You don't provide those details, but we get evidence. And the evidence tells us that something is prepared for us. The evidence tells us we're about to see something we can't see yet. The evidence tells us we're about to touch something we can't touch yet. And the evidence tells us that we're about to taste something that we haven't experienced yet. And for that, we give you glory. And for that, we give you glory. Come on, prayer, let's go up. And for that, we give you glory. And for that, we tell you thank you. In Jesus' name, please put it in the comments. I have evidence. I have evidence. I have evidence. I have evidence. And if I've got evidence, then this means that's enough. Look at me. Evidence is enough. Evidence is enough. Evidence is enough. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. This is evidence. These three things told me I got a whole lot going on. I could go deeper. I could go deeper. If I have a remote, that means I have a screen. If I have a screen, that means I have power. Let's go. I have power that I haven't tapped into yet. And it's enough. I have evidence. For some of you who watch me, your evidence is that even though you've been given every reason to quit, something in you is like fire in your bones that won't let you quit. That's your evidence. For some of you, you literally have, have thought, well, maybe I just don't need to try no more. Maybe I just don't need to try. Your evidence is that even though after you said that to yourself, you got up and said, but I'm going to try. I'm going to try. I'm going to try. You have evidence. God, let us see the evidence and then let us be the detectives that put the pieces of the evidence together to reconstruct the scene. Mm. Let us be the detectives that reconstruct the evidence to put together the scene. Let us be the detectives. You got one good phone call. That's all the evidence you need. They didn't tell you no, which means you can still give me a yes. That's all the evidence I need. Watch me. You still are making it. That's all the evidence you need. There's four of you that are on here like, God, I, you've been thinking that you have been having these ideations like you're not going to live long. And I hear the Lord loud and clear. I rebuke those ideations that you have. Here's your evidence is that God's about to give you a second win. Your ladder is going to be greater. You're going to do more. Watch me. You're going to do more. 55 plus than you did zero through 55. Who are those three? Or whatever the number I just said is. I'm going, I'm flowing, I'm going flowing fast. Y'all got to go with me. You're going to do more. You're going to do more. You're going to do more. 
you're going to do more. I could pro- I could go further. I got evidence. If I got a remote, that means I got a screen. If I got a screen, that means there's power. If there's power, that means there's a source. And if there's a source, that means there's a city. And if there's a city, that means there's an army. And if there's an army, that means some help is on the way. Help is on the way in Jesus' name. All right, listen, let's go. All right, um, do me a favor, guys. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> Share on every platform, wherever you're at. Y'all know God is speaking to us tonight in prayer. And let me teach you a few things. One, I have you to say a lot. Because Numbers 14, 28, God says, I'll give you exactly what I heard you say. You don't say anything. You won't say anything. For some of you, this is why your faith is frustrating. You don't say nothing. You don't say, you're literally, um, one time I asked somebody, I, I, I told somebody, I said, pray. And when they prayed, I listened to them pray. And I said, listen, uh, I said, um, respectfully, I said, you didn't ask God for anything. I said, literally, here's what they said was they, they asked, they said, Lord, look on. And I said, he, I said, you didn't ask him for anything. They said, Lord, look on this one. And Lord, look on this. And Lord, look on that. And I said, I said, respectfully and with love, I said, you didn't ask for anything. I said, so you, I said, so never be mad at a God that you've never asked anything of. I said, your request was, Lord, look on. I said, he looking? That's like telling me, oh, look over there. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. What you want me to do? You didn't ask me to do anything about it. You did not ask me to do anything about it. So why do I have you say so much when we're praying? Why do I have you say so much um, doing messages? Why do I have you say so much? Because he says, I will give you exactly what I heard you say, not what you looked at, not what you thought. Now, there's a realm of faith where your thoughts become um, things that he manifests, but that's a level of faith. That's a realm of faith. And, and most of that, that realm is a, is a specific moment. It's phanerosis is the Greek word. It's a flash in faith. That's not the norm. He says, I'm going to give you exactly what I heard you say. And some of y'all are like, Lord, just would you just please look after? Okay. I mean, he's like, I saw him. Yeah, I saw that book going over there. He saw sort of went over there. He gives you exactly what he heard you say. Romans says, that we call things that be not as though they were. Proverbs 18, 21, death and life are in the power of the tongue. Okay, so this is why I have you say so much. And for those of you who are not familiar with that, I need you to get into that and I need you to get with that because this is how your life is going to change. This is how your situations are going to improve. And I'm not saying you're doing bad, but this is how it's going to improve. You're going to have to say something. Uh, anybody ever grow up and, and, and somebody told you, say something, say something. It was, you know, it's like, you better not say nothing. They're like, say something. Can you put that in the comments? Say something. Say something. You're going to have to say something. Number two, I have you to put so much in the comments because Matthew 18, 19 says, wherever two or three touch and agree on anything, it shall be done for them. So online, when we're gathered together digitally like this, the way you agree with me is in the comments. Now, some of you may be watching on your big screen or you're watching on your uh you're driving or whatever and i realize you can't do that so you got to say it because you can't touch and then your 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 words become your touch but for those that you can type it in the comments you type and the reason i have you to do that is because we're activating the principle of matthew 18 19. you need agreement and i pray that god give you some people that can agree with you on godly things that can agree with you on the right things that can agree with you on the word of god you need agreement in your life 
You need people that when you say you're going to be out of debt by December, they grab you on the shoulder and say, and I stand in agreement that you're going to be out of debt by December. You need people that when you say uh, my entire family will be saved, they'll touch you and say, and everybody in your family is going to be saved. Okay. All right. So that's important. Um, and then one of the other things that I have you to do a lot in prayer and in messages and all the time is I have you to share because when you share, people get saved. Um, can I get you to understand this principle that what you make happen for somebody else, God will make happen for you. Ephesians 6, 8, knowing that whatever good anyone does, he will receive the same from the Lord. So when you share, and you get a word to somebody else, God will always make sure he gets a word to you. When you share and somebody's life is changed, God's going to make sure that your life changes. See, you got to sow that to get that. You got to give that to get that. You got to release that to receive that. Okay. So this is why I have you to do that. All right. We're almost done in prayer. Um, but I want, I want you to know why I have you to do those things. There's a biblical reason for why I have you to do those things. And how many of you, you're seeing, you're seeing things happen in your life. You're seeing it. Wave at me. You're seeing it. You're like, I'm seeing this happen. I am seeing this happen. I am seeing this happen. All right. So, uh, while I was uh, working out, I made reference to this earlier today. Uh, the Lord, um, as it relates to yesterday's messages, as Ephesians 6 and 8, yesterday's messages, uh, part one and part two. And I want to encourage you, if you don't have the app, get our app. You can listen to the podcast. You can also listen to the um, or watch it on YouTube and our app, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, all that, or X, you know, uh, all of that. You can watch all of that um, through our app. The best way to do that is to text Harvest to 55498. And you can get that. So earlier, when I was getting ready to work out, and that's why I made reference to the to the rainstorm earlier. That, um, and we're going to shift to these last few minutes of prayer. The first first lion share, forty five minutes or so of prayer, we spent dealing with faith. Anything that is not a faith is what it's sin, and that we often waver. And why do we waver? Because we worry. Why do we waver? Because of the waiting. Why do we worry? Because we want those five W's. We want details. Who, what, where, when, why. And God is not obligated to give those details. Um, Abraham. He tells Abraham, Abraham, go to a land that I'm going to show you. Lord, where I'm going? I ain't telling you that. Lord, who am I supposed to be when I get there? I'm not telling you that either. Matter of fact, don't even ask because I'm not answering. Just walk. Okay. Um, I, I, you know, um, you know. Wh when are we supposed to get there? Well, I said, I said walk, so leave now. Do it now. I said, like, what? Whoa, I just heard the Lord loud and clear. Drop this in the comments. What am I waiting on? Wow. When Abraham is given the instruction in Genesis 12, um, he doesn't wait. Oh, my God. God, do not let us wait. Oh, my God. Because we're waiting on details. Do not let us wait. Because we're waiting on details. Do not let us wait. Because we're waiting on details. I just heard something so crazy, but I'm going to say it because I know what I'm talking. God says, why are you waiting on the offer as if you won't get the job? What you waiting on? This is good to me. <laughs> this is good to me. Why are you waiting? 
What are you waiting on? What are you waiting on? You waiting on details? Because he's not giving them. So you finna, you better pack you better pack a big lunch because he's not giving them. He's not giving them. What are you waiting on? Father, what <laughs> what are you doing to us tonight, God? Don't allow us to wait on details as if those details determine whether or not we're going to obey. I hear you, God. Don't allow us to wait on details as if those details determine whether or not we are going to obey. You all, can you free me up? Just say go, Bishop, in the comments. Free me up for just a second. When we pray, God responds to us. So it's not just us talking to God. We'll pray, and then I'll give you revelation. We pray, I'll give you revelation. Because prayer is a dialogue, not a monologue. A monologue is when you just talk, 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 and say in Jesus' name, amen. Mono, one, long, one, one long, one word. A dialogue is when he responds. It's when he responds. It's when he responds. Hear me, Brad. It's when he responds. While we're in prayer tonight, this is what I love about prayer, because God God speaks as we pray. It's not just us giving him our wish list like it's Christmas time. It is the Lord giving us um, his responses. Abraham obeyed. And for many of us, the reason we want details, you ready for this? You ready for this? You ready for this? The reason we want details is because we really haven't decided we're going to obey yet. Who am I talking to? The real reason you want details is because you really haven't made your decision to obey. Your decision is predicated on details because you really haven't decided that you're going to do what he said. That's not really your decision. You haven't really decided. And Proverbs 22, 28 says that you shall decide a thing and it will be established for you. Amplified, you shall decide and decree, which means I'll speak it and I'll do it. He says, this is what you're waiting on details because you really haven't decided you're going to do it. So that's why you that's why you want details, because based on those details, that's that is indicating whether or not you're going to do what you're going to do. But God says anything. Romans 14, 23, anything that isn't of faith, it of it's of sin. Tamar says you on my neck. Bishop. The Lord is speaking to us tonight. The Lord is speaking to us tonight, God. The Lord is speaking to us. We decide, come on, y'all, that we will obey. Let's go up. Our answer is yes, God. 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 In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, we've decided. We've decided. Well, Bishop, I don't know what I'm saying yes to. It's not what you're saying yes to. It's who you're saying yes to. You you got the wrong question. It's not what you're saying yes to. It is who you are saying yes to. And God, we say yes to you. We don't need the details. Forgive us for trying to control you as if you're subject to us. You are God. We are your children. You are God. You are our source. Forgive us. The answer is yes. The answer is yes. Come on, y'all. Please. Can you just put that in the comments? Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. 
The answer is yes. The answer is yes. This is the decision. Forgive us for wanting details to control whether or not we were going to obey in the first place. It's not what we're saying yes to. It's who we're saying yes to. And we can trust you with our yes. We can trust you with our yes. You've never failed us. You've never lost a battle. 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 We say yes to you. Wow. I'm going to say that one more time, but we got to move on. We really have to move on. Over the last five minutes I have in prayer. Sometimes we want details. Sometimes we want details. Because the truth is we really haven't decided to obey. And we want the details to determine whether or not we will. Look at me. Which is exactly why he won't give them to you yet. Which is exactly why he won't give them to you. Because that's not a faith. And God says, do you trust me or not? Am I your God or not? Haven't I done? Haven't I done enough to show you that I will never fail you? Come on. If you know he's done enough, come on, prayer. We got six minutes left. But if he's done enough, and he's not done, but if he's done enough, just say, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. The son says, this explains the last seven months. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You've done enough. You've done enough. You've done enough. You've done enough. We can trust you with our yes. We don't need the details. I hear the Lord saying, what we're doing in prayer tonight is going to expedite what he does before this month is out. Right now, God's talking to somebody about us. I heard the Lord say, put your name in the comments. Put your name or put your initials. Do one of the two. If you have a business, put your business name and your business initials in the comments. God is putting your name in, on somebody's mind right now. He's putting your business name on somebody's mind right now. He's putting you on somebody's mind right now. And what we're doing tonight in prayer, God says it's going to expedite what happens before the end of this month. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Last, last, <laughs> wow. Last little thing on this subject. So yesterday uh, in part two, uh, in the morning, I taught you the three personal profiles of people, milk, wine, and poison. Milk spoils over time, wine gets better over time, and poison causes death and debilitation. And then in the evening, I went to the animal kingdom and showed you the four different people um, that the Bible likens to animals in terms of how they're personal pattern is, people patterns, that we do not believe moments, but we believe patterns, that we don't believe moments, but we believe patterns. And I gave you four animals last night. The one, the first one, a donkey, or the ass, that's what Deuteronomy 22.10 calls it in King James Version, the leech, the dog, and the pig, right? A, so just put the initials, A, 
ALPD, ALPD. And here's what I heard the Lord say. Here's what I heard the Lord say while I was working out today. And that's why I brought up that storm. We had to jaywalk over there because God started speaking loudly, loudly. Um, but here's what I heard the Lord say. This month, God was ensuring that he detoxed you from the A, the L, the P's, and the D's. And I, I had you to do it that way so that the comment blockers don't block you. Because if some of y'all use that other word, it might block you. So I wanted to block you or, or it, you know, flag you and stop you. Because I know it'll ask people, you know, if you're cussing at them. <laughs> um, but here's what the Lord said. He says, son, I am ensuring that before this month is out, that there is a total detox in your life of the ALPDs. And here's why. He said, because I'm removing, here's the last thing we're about to cover in prayer. I'm removing every distraction. Look at me. I'm removing every distraction. I'm removing every distraction. The Lord says, you're going to exit August distraction-free. Father, in Jesus' name, I heard you loud and clear. All this month, we talked about a divine detox, the divine detox, and we'd be detoxing and toxic-free by the end of this month. But what we don't realize is sometimes that the toxic is a distraction. Toxic thoughts and toxic words and toxic people and toxic influences and toxic relationships, what they really are is a distraction. They're a distraction. And so, Father, you are removing every distraction. What's the distraction? It's got us focusing on it. So we're not focusing on what we're supposed to focus on. We're not focusing on what we're sent to the earth to do, on our assignment, on our call. We're not focusing on what we're sent to do. So, Father, we say yes to you causing us to be distraction-free because we will exit August with a focus we have never, ever had before. We will walk into September with a focus that we have never, ever had before. And when we are focused, we're on fire. Come on here, y'all. And when we are focused, we are on fire. You better call out fire before I even say it. And when we are focused, we are on fire. And for that, we say thank you. Father, I saw a question about what if it's this. I pray that, Lord, you have to navigate us through the distractions that we don't know how to navigate through. You have to navigate us through the toxic we don't know how to deal with. But that's on you, God. So we say do what you do. Do what you do, God, in Jesus' name. I want us to end this segment of prayer. And it's 10 on when we got to go. Just say, I'll be distraction-free. Oh, my God. I'll be distraction-free. Because when we're focused, we're on fire. And you'll understand why that's significant because the Lord had me move the series around for the month of September, which is coming up this uh, next Sunday. And you'll it's going to make so much sense to you. Tonight's prayer is going to make so much sense to you on Sunday. You're going to be like, oh, I get it. And now I'm like, God, I get why you had me to do that. Last two things. We got to go. 
I had you drop your prayer request earlier. Father, we cover every prayer request that was released in the comments earlier. I pray that those prayer requests will become praise reports. I stand in agreement. We stand in agreement with faith, believing that you will answer in Jesus' name. Last two things I want to do. If prayer blessed you, I want you to sow tonight. And here's what we're going to sow, $32.27. You can do $32.27. You can do $322.70. You can do any combination of those numbers. What would I teach you? Luke 6, 38, give and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over. Always bless what blesses you. Always bless what blesses you. Um, and we sow into that. He gives seed to the sower. And when you sow, God will give you, God will <clears throat> not only provide harvest, but he'll provide seed. All right. So I want a new seed for you to sow. All right. So what is that scripture? That's Jeremiah 32, 27, which says, I'm the God of all flesh, the God of all people. Is there anything too hard for me? And the answer is no. You put those numbers in it. All right. Um, you put those numbers in it. God, speak to your people how they're to combine those numbers, but cause every one of us to sow. You said, if I don't have $32.27, I pray this be the last time you never have that seed. Money will not be your issue. Money will not be your issue. He gives seed to the sower, but you sow and you do the best that you can do. But I'm going to stand in agreement that you never, ever not have a seed again. Woo! I'm standing in agreement that you never, ever not have that seed again, but get as close as you can to it. Last thing I want to do, and certainly not least, if you're on prayer tonight, oh, let me tell you how to do it. Um, you can use Cash App, dollar sign, Bishop Formal with the number two. You can sew that way. You can do PayPal, Venmo, Zelle, Givelify. All of that's available. The email is hello at harvestchurch.church. Hello at harvestchurch.church. It's pinned on these two platforms. It's at the bottom of the screen. The Cash App is there. If you want to just give from our website, you can do it that way too. And you can see all of the giving options at harvestchurch.church. Tap the give button, tap the give button, and you can see the links for Givelify and all the other giving methods are there. Um, PayPal, Venmo, Zelle, Givelify, everything I just mentioned, or the email for that is hello at harvestchurch.church. Uh, but you get as close as you can to that. And the name of this seed, the name of this seed is, you ready for this one? The name of this seed, um, I want you to, <laughs> that's a good question. I want you to name this seed um, your focus seed your focus. When we're focused, we're on fire. Our first part of prayer tonight was about faith. Second part of prayer tonight was about um, being distraction-free, focusing. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. This is so good to me. I love when God speaks loud and clear. Bishop, this is the last week of this series. It is. We'll end, we'll end the Divine Detox series. We're going to end it on Wednesday. Um, and Wednesday's message is called detoxing from toxic words. Um, you got to detox from some of what you've been saying, but then you got to detox from, from some of what's been said to you. Because for some, the words that have been spoken to you have been the most toxic. We'll talk about that a little bit um, later on. Last thing I want to do, and certainly not least, if you need to become a Christian or recommit yourself to the Lord or be sure wherever you're at on every platform, when I count to three, I want you to do the hand with your emoji and say it to me. There's no guilt. There's no condemnation. There's no shame. God loves you 100% unconditionally. And wherever you're at, tonight's your night to come to the Lord. Last night in Atlanta, in the building, seven people gave their lives to the Lord in the building, plus those that came to the Lord online uh, on 22, uh, or excuse me, on what was it? This past, was it Saturday? Uh, what was it, like 22 or something like that? People gave their lives to the Lord. 
2,235 or 53, I meant transposing the numbers, have over 2,200, let's say it that way, have given their lives to the Lord. And tonight might be your night. So if you need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord or be sure they're already responding. On three, you do that hand with the emoji, say it's me. One, two, three, wherever you're at, you respond. One, two, already on Instagram. Those of you that are saved, those of you that are saved, can I get you to make sure there's three over there on TikTok? Can I get you not to hop off of the stream, but can I get you to pray? Can I get you to begin to pray that people would come to the Lord? Can I get you to begin to pray that people would respond? Thank you, 2,253. There's four right there. There's five right there, right there. Wherever you're at, you do the hand with the emoji or say it's me. Don't hop off of the live right now because this is the most important part, especially those of you that already saved, like, I got my word, I'm good. No, this is when I need you the most. Don't be that type of Christian where I'm good, I'm forget them. Mm -mm. Be the type of Christian that says, I got what I need, but let me pray that somebody else comes to the Lord. There's six over there on TikTok. Wherever you're at, you do that hand with the emoji or say it's me. There's seven right there. IG, I got you. More importantly, God's got you. Wherever you're at, wherever you're at, there's eight right there. There's nine right there. Wherever you're at, no guilt, no condemnation, no shame. Don't let fear keep you from hitting the button. Well, Jesus sees me. The Lord sees me. He does. But he says, if you deny him, he'll deny you. There's nine right there. Wherever you're at, you do the hand with emoji and say it's me. Y'all help me keep my count. <laughs> it's because when I talk, sometimes I lose my count. Right? I keep my count. There's nine. Or 10. Thank you. We're at 10. See, I missed one. I got you. Wherever you're at, there's two of you. You're on the fence because you're like, you know, I, I think things are think good. Mm -mm. I need you to be sure. You need to be sure. Because if you were to close your eyes tonight and this would be your last night on the earth, you need to know there's another right there. IG, there's another right there. IG, you need to know, you need to know that you would spend eternity with the Lord. This isn't something you want to guess about. This ain't like leaving your windows down in a rainstorm. I think they up. There's another over there on TikTok. Y'all keep my count together. There's another right there over on Facebook. I see you. I see you. Elsie, I see you. God sees you. Wherever you're at, you need to know that if you, there's another right there on, on TikTok. You need to know there's another right there on Instagram. That if this was your last night on the planet, that you'd spend eternity with Jesus. This is nothing to play with. This is nothing to play with. There's at least two more of you that need to come to the Lord. You need a new Bible? Oh, good. You can get the Harvest app. The whole Bible is in the app for free because of the faithful giving of the people of Harvest. It's not that it's free. It costs money, but the faithful giving of the people of Harvest makes that happen. There's two more of you that need to respond. We're, and I'm going to count down from five just because I want to give you the space to do it. But we got to wrap up because we're nine minutes over. Five, four, waiting on you. Three. There's two more. Two. There's one. Where's the other? There's another right there on, on TikTok right there. There's at least one more. Two. I'm counting down, but I want to give you this space so that you can get in where you fit in. One. Listen. That one part, right there, I see you right there. K419, we got you, and God's got you. Everybody pray this prayer with me. If there's more, you can keep responding, but everybody pray this prayer with me. Say, Father, thank you for dying in my place. Thank you for your love for me. I confess with my mouth, and I believe in my heart that you are my Lord and my Savior. Give me the grace to be a faithful Christian 
from this day forward. If I fall or if I fail, give me the grace to get right back up again. Today is the beginning of the rest of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Listen, you all, if you just prayed that prayer for the first time or recommitted yourself to the Lord, you are saved. Saved from what, Bishop? Saved from hell. Saved from yourself. Saved from trying to figure this thing called life out on your own. And I want to lead you through the steps of what to do next. So can you take your phone out? You're probably already watching on your phone. Text the word harvest to 55498. Text the word harvest to 55498. And when you do that, uh, we're going to shoot you a text and you're going to input the option for salvation. And when you do that, we're going to get you the information to walk you through what to do next. And you've prayed this prayer. You give me like the Lord. Now, what do you need to do? Let me walk you through that process. All right. I love you guys tonight. Get your seat in the ground. Jeremiah 3227 is your focus seat. Because once you get rid of distractions, you're going to be focused. Love you. Let me also say this. Um, uh, no, I think I'm good. Be good. Wait a second. I'll see y'all on the pop-up tomorrow. Mister, what time are you going live? Got to get the app so that you know when I'm going live. Oh, that's what I'm going to say. For those of you that are watching right now on our app and on our website and responding, uh, I can't see your comments. So we're going to have to we're going to have to find a way where I can see your comments, because there is perhaps many, many more people now watching through our app and our website. And I can't see your comments and your responses. So uh, we got to figure out a way to do that. We have to find a way to make them cut that into the system so that I can see your comments, because there may be those who are responding over there. We can't see you. I can't see you. But we're going to find a way to try to make that happen so that I can see your comments, too. All right. I love you guys. I pray you have an amazing night tonight. Get your seat in the ground. Again, use Cash App, Dollar Sign, Bishop Form to number two. PayPal, Venmo, Zelle, Givelify, all of that's available. Thank you for your prayers um, over this weekend in Atlanta. Here's what I said at the Atlanta pop-up. I said, I want to be able to text everybody today and tell them when we're going to begin weekly experiences. And uh, all I want to say to everybody is make sure you're a part of our text family. Hmm? Hmm? Make sure you're part of the text family. Be on the lookout because a text is coming with some good news. All right. So text harvest to five, five, four, nine, eight. Make sure you're part of that family because that's how I ended the Atlanta pop up. I said, I want to be able to text everybody. Make sure you're part of that text group so that the text um, you can get all of the text updates um, and I can share what's next with you on text. Love you. Shalom. Have a good night. Bye bye. TikTok. It better work, too. There you go. It work. Come on here. All right. Love you guys. CIG. And shout out to those of you that use badges to sew, too. Praise God for that. And then love you guys over here. Appreciate you. Make sure that you share on your pages. When you share, people get saved. Love you. Since 1981, Unbound has connected people like you with families worldwide on their self-directed paths out of poverty. A brighter future is possible for these families when we all walk together. Sponsor a child today, and you'll help a family take the first steps on their path. Change their future in just one click. Start walking with your new friend today at unbound.org walk. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.